0: Welcome to the Crypto Campfire.
1: They're slightly better than a consolation prize from Chuck E. Cheese, Mitch and the Professor. Featuring special guest, Peter McCormick. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Crypto Campfire Podcast. This is the Professor. And Mitch. And today we're going to be doing round two with Peter McCormick. But before we start talking to him, let's grab that crypto news from the Crypto Gent.
0: Thanks, Professor. Hello, Crypto Campfire listeners. And welcome to the Crypto Coats News in a Flash with the Crypto Gent. U.S. Army seeks a cloud-based solution to track illicit crypto activities. BitGo releases Crypto Wallet Compliance Tool for FATF's Travel Rule. And Binance to remove in-app audio recording feature in the next update. That's the Crypto Co-tiny News in a Flash with the Crypto Gent. And it's back to you. Professor,
1: That's a lot like crypto, gent. So, Mitch, uh, I see you got yourself a McDonald's there. Yeah, just a, just something to drink. Yeah, I'm kind of jealous. <laughs>
0: <Just something laughs> jealous. Let me tell you something. I um, I was uh, I was at my brother's yesterday, and we're driving home, and the kids are like moaning, "Oh, I'm hungry, or, I'm thirsty, or whatever." So, we drive past a McDonald's <laughs> drive-through. Right, everything's drive-through. I don't know what it's like in the U.S., but all the McDonald's are open, but they're drive-through only. They don't want people sitting down and eating yeah and I was like okay we can go there I can go grab a coffee and you can have a you can have a uh, when well, my daughter wants like a, a fan or my son wants a water and then go, they've got some chips each right so um so we do that and there's a guy paying but he's on foot on the drive-through and I was like okay that's kind of weird I've never seen that before And I like I put it on Twitter it turns out a lot of people do but the thing was right that I was really thinking about there's this big queue so I was like he must have walked up in the queue and then just stood there in the queue in between the cars.
2: It <laughs> <they> went round. <laughs> That's amazing.
1: That's oh, amazing. that would have been something we funny need a to security see. Security camera footage of that. You know, I did that on a bicycle when I was a kid, though. I was so desperate for a Big Mac. I was probably twelve or thirteen. I was finally starting to feel some independence. Like I was buying computers for a dollar from the junk store. So I saved need up it. to that three dollars or whatever, and I rode my bicycle to the McDonald's and I bought myself a Big Mac, and I was so proud. Right through the drive-thru. You you, you
0: you, you became a man
1: that day. I was, yeah. See, <laughs> the was is the
2: the I like,
1: reverted at some point. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm so not what's sure been what happened still. So. What's been new, Peter? What have you been up to lately? Oh,
0: you know, just working hard. Apocalypse. Yeah. Pandemics.
1: Oh, you're <laughs> not going to <laughs> shit. Man. We're supposed to go hunting this year. What the hell? We
0: were. We had it. We agreed, didn't we I was gonna come out, you're gonna take me out on my first hunting trip, and I was gonna murder an animal. Yeah. And uh well, it's not happened, so we're gonna have to wait till next year.
1: Next year. Ah. Yep. We'll see. We'll see. I can't I'm wait. Cool. It's gonna be fun. At the very
2: least. We would we'll just know. go spring turkey hunting. Yeah, at
1: the very least, you just come over here. We'll wander around the mountains, even if it's not hunting season. We'll leave the guns at home and go wander, but whatever. You oh. got to come over here and
2: we'll take yeah. He's going to come we'll, over here. He's going to shoot a trophy. There ain't yeah. no way around that. Yeah. yeah I'm not, I'm not a coming, a coming for a walk. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I just, uh, just flew 5,000 miles. I yeah, go go go. I'll bring an umbrella yeah. just in
2: case it rains. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the last campfire, time.
2: Last time we seen you was in uh, LA, I think. Yeah. You didn't go when did I to see you. Um, it was in is LA that's at uh, CIS.
0: Ah, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. That was ages ago. Yeah. Last October. Yeah. The world's been, the world is such a different place now. I can't it remember. The
1: last, it's crazy. Like, eight months or six months have gone by so incredibly fast. It's, I can't even believe it. Like, not the last three
2: months. Well, there's, it, there's not been a shortage of excitement. <laughs> to, to say the least <laughs> well, I mean, apocalypse was the best word for it I mean shit what it, the hell
1: it truly it, was well okay let me tell you this so 2020 hasn't been bad enough right we, so we started seeing weird earthquakes in weird places like remember Gandalf and, and he had one in Croatia and they hadn't had an yeah. earthquake in like 40 years or some shit Yeah. I live an hour from Yellowstone I don't know if either of you know anything about the Yellowstone caldera or super volcano or any of that shit yeah like we're waiting for it like it's, it's going to blow yeah. at some point like every 60,000 years is the supposed schedule it's been 70,000 years since the last one 2020 is already fucked up looking like an apocalypse and they're just recording record high earthquakes in Idaho that like buried a beach like a week ago what and yeah th- so what? The, the, one of the geysers in yellowstone's gone off like 30% more than it ever has uh-oh yeah, I might, I might just vaporize one of these days. I'm
0: not going to lie. Yeah, but you know what, dude? Like, if it happens, right? Like, if this had been a year ago and Yellowstone blew, everyone would be like, what the fuck? We'd all be like, yeah, it might ha- it's 2020. Yeah, it, might, <laughs> it might happen. It might not even be the lead news story. No. No. <laughs> yeah, and it, no. and in, in other news, 20,000 people <laughs> were vaporizing Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> now back to you at the White House. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. <laughs> There is no Yellowstone. Oh, shit. Never was. It was a lie, fake news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> when did we
0: record? How long ago was it?
1: Good Lord. That was, um. let me think. That was it August? Was May? Oh. No, no, it wasn't May. It was uh, September. I actually have What's the that? date on my handy dandy document.
0: So, like, nearly scheduled. a
1: year ago. It's been yeah. at least a year ago. Yeah. I do Zach. believe let's go look here
0: is that crazy or what that is crazy that is crazy that's no, one of my favorite either. one uh, i don't like being a guest on other people's shows i'm not, I'm not very good but uh, that's definitely one of my favorites i really fucking enjoyed that one and i was looking
2: forward to going to hunting you know one of the favorite ones i've listened to of yours you were uh what was her name i think it was holly um the about porn, the ad- the porn yes the, ad- the adult industry uh one. pervert I know, right? I was still twist.
0: <laughs> no, that was cool. I love that. When we when we, we were getting into like the the topic of how many dicks can get in an ass. Yeah. <laughs> I found out about Uh, uh, AAA. AAA was a thing. Is okay. (laughs) Yeah, I I I I think I can guess what that
2: is. (laughs) AAA here is a fucking auto insurance policy.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'll never look at it the same again. I'll tell you. I know, right? (laughs) Is there quad? Is there quadruple? Oh, good lord! What's the record? Is is there? I mean, my question to her was like, I mean, clearly one one dick wasn't enough but like isn't two enough <laughs> like why do you have to have three? <laughs> Oh lord what does that there third was... one add add to the uh the romance of the situation i don't know man it was unusual it was a very interesting conversation we did some bitcoin there as well
2: yeah there was there was another one that you had um you were talking with a guy who was a maximalist and i like listening to your podcast in that regard because i get the perspective from like you know, people that are maximalists with Bitcoin and what their thought processes are. Um, you know, it's so obviously some of it we agree with, or I agree with, and some of it I don't. But uh, it's it's definitely interesting to hear the takes. So I like I like listening to your show occasionally. It's good, good, good information.
0: I hate listening to my show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't fucking do it. Do you have this thing? Let me ask you. Do you uh do you have this thing where you listen back to your show and you you hear your own voice? You're like fucking hell, I hate the sound of my voice. Yeah, Do you have
1: that every time I sit down to edit it, I'm like, fuck. Can I, I add, add more like a, compression? How much no, compression I can I
2: add before it sounds like a robot? Honestly, because I... I, I- I can't say that I do. I I, I like listening to my.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised.
2: <laughs> well, I hate. I, honestly, I hate it. Every time I'm like,
0: I sound like a fucking moron. Why don't anyone listen to this shit? I hate it. So I stopped listening to my show. Uh, and, and now I've got a engineer. I haven't listened to one of my shows in over a year. And I was like, it's been it's been a relief because I hate it. But I started making these other shows for my other podcast, Defiance, where the narrator ones that I have to listen because I have to go through and do a draft for the edit. I hate it, man. I hate it so
2: much. <laughs> like, I like is that? One of the reasons I like listening back sometimes is to, you know, to see where, cause we, we all want to improve like how we do things. Right. So
0: mm-hmm.
2: kind of listening back, you say, Oh man, I say this way too often or I say that way too much or, you know, you know stupid little shit. Yeah, exactly. Have you, you noticed know? how often everyone says, you know, no, More than more than imaginable.
1: Do you know how many you knows I've deleted out of (laughs) an episode before? Like, dude, it's like I I see things and I'm like, that's an um, definitely. Like, you know, you you look you're looking at your your graph or whatever you call it, and there's a little spot of sound, and you're like, that definitely looks like an um. And eventually you realize that at a certain magnification level, you can tell the difference between ums and you knows, and there's a shitload more you know's than there are ums.
2: Oh, my God. When you get an um person on the podcast, it's like, oh, uh. <laughs> some,
0: someone like I think it's my, my engineer or something said, oh, you say, you know, a lot. You should like keep an, you can keep an ear out for that. And now my problem is, as I listen to any podcast, any interview, I just keep hearing, you know, you know, that's all I hear people say. It just fucking rings in my ear, you know, you know, you, <laughs> listening
1: for, you just can't. So, okay, yeah, you so know that. Here's, here's a good thought. We were talking about right. this before we got on here. Um, somebody on Twitter the other day was like, I'm so tired of seeing uh, how'd you get into crypto as the question on a podcast. And we've always asked it as like the very first question, just because we've, we've come at this as a perspective of trying to interview the community and not people that people have already heard from. So it's yeah. kind of a different answer every time, but let's assume that it's not, let's assume it's boring as shit. What, what what are some ideas uh, that you can think of of other questions that might be off
0: the wall and interesting? <laughs> Why don't you ask people how are you going to get out of crypto?
2: Right. <laughs> hey, what's your what's your, strategy? What's your exit strategy? Yeah, exactly. How, how
0: are you going to go away from this bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> how deep in the rabbit hole are you? Yeah. Um, I don't know. What what can you ask people? Um. What can you ask people? Like, does it have to be a crypto question or anything? It's just anything. It be, it's whatever. like
2: we've always structured it to introduce the guest to the community, yeah. right? Because most of the time, it's the so I just it just always seemed to flow naturally as a good question to say, "Who are you and what do you do and how'd you get into crypto?" You know, kind of. You can't a thing. do the second. You can't do a second time around, right? Second appearance, you can't do it. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. God,
0: See, it was it easier to such... start
2: a conversation with you because yeah. we you know,
0: had experience. Actually, I would go with that. How are you going to get out of crypto? <laughs>
2: yeah, I like that. Hey, what's your exit strategy? <laughs> yeah, well, what are you doing? Well, you know, we always fun, like
0: man. getting the honest answers right off
1: the bat. Maybe you catch them so far off guard, they're like, well, we're going to sell the rest of our coins and take off to Jamaica tomorrow.
0: I mean, shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right, should, ask me the question. Let's see let's see how we go. All right, how are you going to get out of crypto, Peter? Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I told, I told, there's, there's like getting out as in, you don't have it as a job anymore, and then there's getting out, just like having no crypto. And I can't see like either of them. Big, yeah, no, I can see getting out of it as a, a job. It's it wears you down. Like there's only so many times you can have like people call you a cunt on Twitter and tell you you're a fat bastard. Well, if you quit being a
2: cunt, then I mean they probably wouldn't call you that shit. Yeah, but
0: like I, I the, the <laughs> shit like you get back have is been all, Extra bad lately. Like fuck. <laughs> Yeah, like the trolling you get is always worse than what you give out because there's always yeah. somebody who's, who has nothing to lose so they're willing to be like right. like really fucking awful. Like I tell somebody to go fuck themselves, right? And then somebody will come back and go, I hope, I hope you get cancer and die like your mother. Like Yeah, that That kind of brutal shit. Because they've got nothing to lose because they're anonymous, right? I can't... One, I, I, well, I wouldn't say that because I'm not a moron. But... you. But So, I mean, I, I will always be in Bitcoin as long as it exists, as long as it... Right, yeah, it's successful and it it serves a purpose because cause I need it right. But in terms of, I'm not going to be making a Bitcoin podcast in twenty years when I'm sixty one no. years old. I'm hopefully going to be hanging out with my grandkids and yeah, drinking whiskey and sitting on my porch. Yeah, like <laughs> I hope i I'm, I mean, even if I'm working, I I'd I'd like to maybe, maybe I'm still doing like some interviews on a podcast somewhere, maybe, but no I, I I guess what will happen is at some point to get out I guess i will you know what it is think of um like if you think of like a, a rock band right when they release their first album, it might be like Thrash or hardcore. And as they release more albums, they become more mainstream, and I guess the work I do will become more mainstream, like I'll want to interview people who are maybe not in bitcoin and- right. You know, and I'm filmmaking, and maybe I want to make more. Main- and eventually, I'll just start doing mainstream stuff. And somebody who has the time to like really dedicate themselves to the hardcore nature of Bitcoin will take over the the take it over for me. So, I'd like, I hope my exit is sometime in you know a f- few years' time, four or five, whatever years' time. And I'm making you know the stuff I really want to make, that like my passion points, which is rock and roll and yeah. And, um, like human story. So ha- perhaps I go on to do stuff like that and I'll be out of the, the Twitter wars and the be <laughs> the biggest cunt game.
1: Right. That'd be sweet. That'd be sweet. Okay. So yeah. let's take that uh, a
0: step further
1: when you do get out of crypto and you're, so let's say when you're 61 and you're drinking that whiskey on your porch, mm-hmm. where are you, where are you living?
0: Uh, well, it's a good question. I'm not living in the UK. That's for sure. Um, i mean it's got to be somewhere hot because um why the fuck would you, you want to live somewhere cold and raining like my yeah, parents right? <laughs> and my parents moved to ireland where it rains all the time and it's cold why why um so it'd either be somewhere like uh, maybe like one of those really beautiful thai places with a beach and stuff and just an easy Ireland's life gorgeous yeah or somewhere in the u.s like there's no country i've traveled to more than the u.s i like I, there's a, so much i love about the u.s there's a lot of dislike but that's usually the politics and the bullshit or the crazy radical left people but um i like texas a lot yeah, yeah if i can texas. be in a part of texas whereby like there's a big lake and i've got a house by that lake my neighbors are a not that close to me something like yeah. that or or someone like wyoming you know maybe i've not it's been cold but, though <laughs> yeah it is cold so i might need two places but like, right right yeah one for the uh, summer one for the winter somebody told keeps telling me jackson hole you gotta go to jackson hole
1: the, no don't go to jackson hole wyoming <laughs>
0: why i
1: mean it's just the for one their infrastructure is the worst you know how, how much problems they have with their internet this i'm basing this off of good 14 I hope year old so. antiquated okay perfect <laughs> then go to jackson Hole right. Wild. i don't want a fucking internet thank you I wanna, yeah i don't want
0: to be arguing with people on twitter mm. man.
1: no it's actually a cool town i like to make fun
0: of it but it's actually kind of a cool town and it's not that far from me it's only a few hours from here <laughs> yeah hopefully um i would have a lot of money to have a place in a few places i would have one in i don't know Wyoming, one in Texas, one in Thailand, what you know, but, but yeah, I don't just know, just I, somewhere chilled, migratory somewhere bird hot. lifestyle. Yeah. Just somewhere relaxing on the hot and away from
2: people. I, I, don't wanna,
0: I just don't want to see business or politics when I'm done. Um, right. Like I don't understand arguing about politics when you're 70, 80 years old. What the fuck do you care?
2: At that point, I was I was going to segue into, you know, what what's your perception of the United States these days? We 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 touched on that a little bit before we started recording, so I'm kind of curious to to get back to that a little bit.
0: Well, it well it's a mess, obviously. But the world's a mess. Um politically I think it's a mess. And the big problem is so people's identity is so t- connected to their uh, politics. So I mean it's Let's let's try and be as objective as possible. Sure. Objectively looking at Donald Trump externally, he's clearly a fucking moron, right? But mm-hmm. he's not all bad. No, like he's done a lot of good and interesting things, and he kind of switched things up a little bit. But he's also his problem is he is uh, a sociopath and a compulsive liar. So if you like the things that Trump did, which are interesting and different, shaking up the tree, cool, that's amazing. But what you've ended up doing is then defending, if politics is your identity, you've ended up defending everything he done. He's right. done like Roger Stone, whatever you think of that situation, if you're a Republican, you, you obviously think, oh, well, it was a hoax and blah, blah, blah. And if you're a Democrat, you think, yeah, Roger Stone committed a crime and he was convicted and he's one of Trump's buddies and just got let off. I mean, that's a scandal to me and I think it's really cool that Mitt Romney came forward and spoke out against this. Um, but at the same time, you've got all these crazy left radicals doing crazy shit, and you haven't got the, the, the Democrats saying, look, this is bullshit, we can't have this, because they think it works to their advantage. So these stupid power games mean, means there's no, there's no Republican who will say a good thing. Will say a bad thing about Trump, and there's no Democrat that'll say a good thing about him. So everything's a battle. So it, to the point where it's, everything becomes politicized. Even a fucking mask becomes politicized, and but it's just what, so dumb.
2: At what point do do? At what point do these people start to look at the nation instead of their individualism? I mean, whether it's Democrat, Republican, whatever, everybody's got their own agenda. But how much of that agenda really? Is for the people. Is for the United States. Is for the nation as a whole. It, and I don't see any of that anymore. I mean, no. I no, really don't. It, parties
1: totally fucked that up. I mean, that's part of that's part of the thing. Is you just you vote for whatever's got an R or a D next to it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. What, I mean, honestly, if you if you and anymore, those are... everybody who went not voted, tell me something about that person. You just checked a, a box next to. I guarantee you, they couldn't fucking answer for about eighty percent of the people they checked the boxes for.
2: Right. But,
0: And I think you're like in a position, like if I was an American, I'd feel very similar to how I felt in the last UK election. I didn't vote because I couldn't vote for either person because I couldn't vote for um, Bernie. (laughs) That's funny I should say that. I (laughs) I couldn't vote for Corbyn because he's a massive socialist, right? Just too socialist. And I couldn't vote for um, Boris Johnson because he's too conservative, like to the point of it's kind of gross, right? And I think you're in the same position. What will be interesting is, if Trump loses, I think the Republican Party are going to have to take a look at themselves and say, "Okay, this got out of hand here. Like this got out of hand. This guy got out of hand." And then I think if the Democrats lose, they're going to look and go, "Hold on, what are we doing here with the DNC? We had a chance here, and we've put put we've put up this guy who's clearly got um, you know cognitive issues." Um, I think it's a very weird and strange situation. And I I, I think it's a real shame that there wasn't someone like um, Tulsi Gabbard going up against uh, Donald Trump. Someone just a bit different, younger, with fresh ideas. Uh, but I think, just think the whole of politics is fucked. And maybe this is what needs to happen. Maybe this needs to happen for it all to blow up. Uh, I agree. Um,
1: I, f- I feel like that fits right in line with the narrative of 2020 because this feels like a global reset of just about everything. Naturally, politically, whatever. It's just resetting everything. Just all our
0: own. What I will say is I think the left have become very dangerous. Very the radical elements of the left have become very dangerous repeating the kind of Marxist rhetoric that we know fails, right? Right. And I think that's that's very dangerous. And and I would really struggle to to identify with with any of that. But I also think I think people have become people who are on the Republican side. I think they hate the left so much they've come to defend stuff by Trump that they wouldn't have defended five, you know, five, ten, fifteen years ago. But I think they're so like dis- disenfranchised liberals. Um, but it really that it, it, what it is it says to me that the whole thing is just a mess. Actually, we need to be getting away from this. Trying to get 300 million people all to agree on something is fucking crazy. It's we actually need to be impossible. living in smaller smaller groups. You're much smaller groups. I agree. Like people in Texas are one way. People yeah, in they're New their York are one public. way. <laughs> yeah. People in Wyoming are one way. People in LA are one way. So why are people in LA trying to get people in Wyoming to have the same beliefs as them? It's fucking dumb. They sh- it's absolutely dumb. So... Yeah, the whole situation is just, it's kind of ugly. Um, It really is. And it's, you know,
2: it's sad. I just, I cannot remember. And I, I mean, I can only really think back 35 years, right? But I cannot remember a good leader. I really can't. I mean, a great leader. Let me rephrase that. I can't remember a great leader of this nation. I, just yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's money and corruption and power and greed and, um, you know, agendas that are self, uh, self-fulfilling. Uh, that's all I can remember seeing ever since I was able to know what politics was. That's because you had to be able to bullshit your
1: way
0: to the top. Always. That's, I mean, but politics is about being the biggest piece of shit, right? <laughs> it is sad. Yeah, I've been watching YouTube documentaries about George Washington and Jefferson and the Declaration of Independence, uh, the birth of the nation and what was really interesting following the Civil War is these forefathers really tried to do the right thing. They recognized the flaws in humans. And do you know what? I think there's a I've also been watching a lot of stuff about the rise of fascism across europe mussolini and and hitler and you know what there are things which align with trump these huge rallies these simple messages and i genuinely believe like someone like trump i think he's he's a populist and the thing about trump is i think in the wrong country without a constitution he would be a dictator if he was i don't see there's very much difference between erdogan in turkey and trump in the us the only difference is, is Erdogan doesn't have a, a constitution that prevents him from breaking down the institutions. Trump just could not get away with it. So the US constitution is is the one thing I think sets you apart from nearly every country in the world. That constitution is, is, is the foundation of... Like a, a nation built on on right ideals, sadly the constitution is ignored and and under attack. I think constantly, but at least it exists as that starting point. People go First Amendment, Second Amendment, and they right. always refer back to that. So if Trump did ever try to do an order one, he wouldn't get away with it. Even Republicans right. wouldn't accept it. Whereas no other nations don't have that. You know, same's happened in Hungary. But I genuinely believe if you if you actually analyze the the way Trump operates, you know. He can't get rid of the First Amendment, right? So rather than arrest and prosecute journalists, what he does, he just says everything's fake news, and he just verbally attacks them. And then he get then all you hear is you see on Twitter, you see all Republicans go fake news, fake news. Sometimes it's not fake news; it isn't, and he's not. But that's his way, you know, of of, uh, or you know, or by by offering Roger Stone a, a commute in his sentence. That's his way of. Of degrading the institutions, so he's doing the things a dictator would within the limits of the constitution. And I think it's fucking gross. But he isn't the only one, right? And the problems aren't like just Republican. The problems of the U.S. I think have been going on from as long as I remember politics, and and we've had Republicans and Democrats in charge.
1: Yeah. So let's think about the impact that technology has on this and the change it has going forward. So obviously, the advent of the internet and social networking and even phone calls you know, as simple as phone calls, the ability to spread information super fast obviously has a massive impact on politics. And Mm -hmm. if you look at the way paradigms work in the technological world, you end up getting to a point where a certain segment or sector of technology surpasses the ability to keep up with that in another sector of technology. So we've got to the point where we had so much interconnection and so much communication flow ability or the ability to communicate so quickly and so broadly And we couldn't keep up with that with the rest of our infrastructure, whether that's political or whatever else. So we're on the move now with blockchain and decentralized type technologies, and then also AI and machine learning for regulating news and that kind of stuff that gets put out there. So as we start seeing the knee of this next paradigm, and we start kicking our ass up to the top of machine learning and AI and being able to uh, more or less automatically police online communities and verifying news and that kind of stuff. What effect does that have on politics?
0: Well, uh, I'm going to run through an idea now and I'm thinking on the spot and I might disagree with myself by the end of it, right? I do that a lot. Let me just... Yeah, well, it's just trying to like figure something out. So... Work through it. Growing up, politics without the kind of technology we had, right? It was kind of like you knew what each party stood for. You had an election every four years, you read what happened in the papers, you discussed it in the pub with your friends, and then you voted again. The problem that technology has introduced into this is that everyone now has a voice. And some people have a bigger voice despite being a complete fucking dumbass. And but everyone can throw into the mix. So every, everything is kind of like hyper politics now. Trump says anything, people can. Twist it. They can, they can create fake news. They can, and everything's just—it's like this big constant fucking war. In some ways, technology has made politics better, and sometimes made it worse. It's made it better in that we do have it; all have a voice. But it's made it worse in that we all do have a voice. <laughs> so isn't it great we all have a voice, right? But in that we all have a voice, it just becomes this big fucking war zone. And look, nobody changes their mind. It's not like you go on Twitter and you say something, and somebody goes. No, oh, you know what? You're right. <laughs> Occasionally it dumb. happens. <laughs> yeah, I mean, very, very fucking occasion. And yeah. do you know what? Doing, doing it yourself, actually, is it's one of these weird things. It's like this inertia. Doing it yourself is really, really like energizing. Halfway through an argument when you know you're wrong, turn around to somebody and saying, you know what? I think I was wrong here. It feels fucking great. People are shooting you. They're like, oh, you flip-flop. And it's like, well, yeah, hold on. right? <laughs> well, <laughs> Like, isn't it good to change your mind? Like, I a person think can't is. change it's their mind, can't fucking change anything. Yeah, but nobody likes it. It's like you're a pussy. You change your mind, <laughs> but actually, it's it's quite a good thing to do. I think it's a good thing to do anyway. Um, so I think I think it's made politics better, and I think think it's made politics worse. But most of all, what it's what it's identified to me in this modern day where everyone can have an opinion, localism is more important. Um, state politics is more important than national politics, and. County politics is more important than state politics, and town politics is more important than county politics. And that ability, like, if, you know, if I move to the US, it's like there's a real desire to go to Austin because there's no state tax. That is the kind of competition you need in politics, right? So I just think, what is why is somebody from San Francisco who is a progressive liberal arguing with someone from Wyoming about abortion neither is ever going to change their mind i've got my own opinion neither is ever going to change their mind so what the fuck are they having the argument for right (laughs) where are they going to go with that like it's not like the progressive is going to turn around and go yeah do you know what yeah abortion is terrible it's murdering babies um and they're going to go to their yoga class and admit that and it's not like the uh, like the Wyoming Republican cowboy is gonna go down, like wherever he goes and does his like. I don't know. I'm, I'm getting slightly um, like uh, <laughs> slightly uh, uh, cliche in here, but say he's not gonna go to his rodeo and say, "Hey boys, yeah, I, I agree with abortion now." Blah blah blah. Just not gonna have. Why are these people fucking arguing? Why are they? Why
2: is it not okay to? to be able to not really have a side on that is it okay to say you know there's too many variables to say yes or no in one way or another i mean it's okay to think whatever you want exactly exactly but you you know what i'm saying though it's like some people have a a really hard stance on it on one way or the other way but conditions it's it's kind of like laws and it's kind of like rules right the, the the old adage, rules are meant to be broken. Well, sometimes rules are meant to be m- twisted a little bit. They might, you know, whatever suits you for some people. But the same thing, my thought process is towards opinions, right? Um, we all have an opinion, but that's based on this case scenario. And when that scenario changes, cannot your opinion then change too? You know, and and, and I guess that's where... What you well, were and trying to—that's to right—back to like what Peter was talking about earlier about making your identity political.
1: Right. Everybody wants you to have a side, and if you're not on the right side, you're no longer friends. Like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Can't, can't we agree to disagree on some shit? It's okay. Uh, yeah. You know, whatever. Maybe because a it's an, XRP an insult. in my wallet, sue me. Whatever. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Right? How did yeah. it become an insult? That? Yeah, you're you're overstepping the mark with the with the. Yeah. yeah. No, trying to, try to make look trying to make people live your way of life is never going to work. And listen, look, I think men and women absolutely should be equal in every scenario possible. But it's not the job of America and the UK and Europe to go to Iran and and ensure women have equal rights. It is the women in Iran to do that, right? It is the women who should be able to rise up and say, we don't want to wear the hijab. Okay, we want to be able to dance and have Instagram accounts, and they should fight for that within their country, as the suffragettes fought for the women's rights and the right to vote in the UK. Like, we should not be trying to make. Like, I fundamentally disagree with the House of Saudi and their. uh, war, their, their war in Yemen, I think it's disgusting. And I think the way, I mean, women weren't, I, I I don't know if it's changed, but women weren't even allowed to drive in Saudi. I disagree with that. But that's up for their country to figure that out, to go through their own evolution. And that kind of thinking, I think works nationally as well. It's like, I disagree with abortion. I don't like it but I'm never going to tell someone they shouldn't because that is their choice. I'll share my opinion. Like if I had a friend, I'll right. say, look, I, I disagree with it for A, B and C, but if you need to do that, like that's your life. I'm not going to force you. And I think you've got this problem in the U S the U S is like two countries. It's like two countries and there's Republican ideals and there's Democrat ideals and an issue rises up and one, one picks black, one picks white. Right. And never do they, never do they sit in the middle and like, agree. Uh, although it feels like in politics they will kind of do like house of cards backroom deals, right? But the point <laughs> being is like, why are you trying? Why are you arguing over issues with somebody the other side of the country who's completely different from you?
2: Exactly. You, know, you
0: should Why like? L A is never going to be the same as Utah, right? It's not, it's just fundamentally, it, it's South Carolina is not going to be the same as Portland, right? So why don't, people should just focus on their local province and what they want to happen and, and try and figure out. And then people have got the choice to go where, where they want to live. San Francisco has gone very liberal, right? It's now a shithole. So, you yeah. now have a choice to go. I don't want to fucking live here. It's a shithole. It's turned into an absolute dump. I can't go shopping without a crackhead yelling at me, right? I'm not into that. So, I'm going to go and live in Texas. I'm going to go and live in Dallas. You might get to Dallas and go, God, this has got too conservative. I'll go and live in Austin have made people fight on a local level. Like that's the one, th- one of the, one of the things I envy you guys about, like we don't have a constitution and it fucking sucks. We also don't really have competing laws at, at a county level where you think if I go and live in this County, it'll be different. You have that. And uh, I envy that.
2: It's, it's definitely unique, you know, and I like, I love my country. There's no, there's no way around it. Um, it's just a matter of getting through the political bullshit and, and hoping for the best things. And I, I I think, you know, I think those key things that I hit on earlier, you know, as far as greed and corruption and power and the quest for power and all those things have just totally sidetracked, um, people in positions of, um, of government people in positions of authority to make decisions based on they're supposed to be making decisions based on the people right because they are here for the people and i think that's that that's kind of gotten lost in this transition and in Mm. in in the in the terms of time you know the fact that you work for the people. You don't work for yourself, right? This isn't about the United States versus some other country. This is about the United States supporting the United States people. And that's what I think has been lost over the years. And and there's no question that greed is an underlying factor. You know, I always vote reform. I always vote for, uh, you know, a party outside of the norm because I want change. I want to see positive change. I want to see momentum in a good direction for the people because we're the ones, we're the ones that make shit happen. And you know, when they piss on the little guy, that sucks. So funny I, thing is, it, it does it ever really change? <laughs> it like, doesn't. It,
0: it can. How, no, it can. Yeah. It yeah really but realistically, can. what, what are the things? So for example, Trump's in power right now. If Joe Biden wins, how is your huh. life going to change over that next four years?
2: Oh, it's going to change drastically because I'm moving. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! no, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know that Biden's going to be a great president. And I don't, I'm not saying Trump is a great president. Um, every president that's ever been in power, that's ever been in that position in the United States has had good things and bad things about them. Yeah no matter who it is and i would say all of them are pretty much equal 50-50 they've all had positive things they've done and they've all had really shitty things they've done and there's all these scandals that have happened that we still don't know about yet so it's 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 impossible sometimes it's kind of like you said i'm just not going to vote because i who do you vote for do you vote for the pale full of shit or the pale half full of shit well, you know it, it, they're, you're going to get shit either way so how do you vote and so that's, that's the tough part, um, you know, but to, to kind of switch this off a little bit and step away from that, we're going to ask, well, God before
0: you do that, before you do that, do you know, sure. I've got money riding on it? On what? Oh, really? On the election.
1: Oh, on the yeah. election.
0: Do you really? Let's hear about yeah, that. You, you know, American HODL? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So me and him both put half of, up half of Bitcoin. Uh, and nice. I said... Trump's not going to win. Since oh. was, I, I didn't say Biden was, because I I don't even know if Biden will be the guy by the time the election comes on. Exactly. <laughs> but I don't think Trump's going to win. Uh, it's not that oh, one, it it's I want Biden. Some people are confused and think it's because I want Biden. It's not that. I just think this coronavirus thing in the US is going to get really bad over the next month, two months. Yeah. Yeah, and I think yeah. his handling of that is going to be used against him and also there's just so many things working against him right now like he's so many faux pas like i just i I, I just think he's throwing it away now
1: well i'd like to say that i I hope that you are half a bitcoin richer at the end of all this and i
0: hope that we (laughs) have a better option on the other end by the end of all this as well and Who do you think the DNC won in? Because it feels like that Biden is like the safe option to get the votes knowing full well, like he can't serve eight years. That's what it feels like. It
1: it feels like that's what they tried to do with Hillary too. You know, the safe option. Like,
0: like who is it they really want to be president who, so just say Biden has a vice president and then like a year, two years in, he has to step down. Does that vice president just become president? Mm -hmm. That's it. You don't have to have another election.
2: No, No, I, I think you do. But in the interim, I think in the interim, they have to hold another election for the presidency. Um, But in in the meantime, I think the vice president takes over, depending on how early or how close to the next election it is. Like if it happened, let's say right now, Trump, something happened to Trump and Pence was then became the president. Right. It would That would probably be for the rest of the term. They wouldn't go through the issue of having, right? So, But if it was early, like in the first year or two years, then they would probably hold another election um, in order to to determine that. I, I, th- I don't know that it's ever happened. Um, there's been times where the vice president took over. I just can't remember them.
0: <laughs> Who do you think it's they want, though? Because like if I'm running it through in my head, it's, it's like, okay, if, if there's a strategy here... There's someone they want, but they don't think that person will win against Trump. So put Biden up, safe bet, get the votes. But like, who is it that you think they want? A puppet.
2: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> they want a puppet. And, and yeah, uh,
1: it just the the VP just becomes the president, <clears throat> and then after them, it's wow. it's the the Rock,
2: Speaker of the House. Oh, Speaker of the House. but there's no the there's no additional vote or anything. We want the Rock, right? The Rock, the rock. or Oprah? You know, Cain West. West is actually going to run for president. I actually thought about it myself. Fuck it, I'll just run for president. I'll like, think about
0: what? Oprah
1: though. If Oprah was president, Christmas would be the best thing ever. <laughs>
0: <I> <laughs> mean, come on, I think I can't see someone like Oprah Winfrey wanting war. No, I just can't see it. But then again, if I said if anybody. You think about wow, every crazy war. movie
1: ever, the really nice lady becomes the crazy one that takes over the world. I, I think Oprah would take over the world. You'd rename the country Harpo. Oh, God. The, the, the world Harpo. <laughs> I like she'd, Oprah. She would take over SpaceX and take over the moon. Right. And Mars, so. <laughs> oh, <laughs> was, I'm, there's a sci-fi
0: novel in here somewhere. So, so Peter, Peter, what's your Yo, dream car, man? My dream car? I mean, as embarrassing as it is, but ever since a kid, I've always wanted a Lambo. Um, but I just...
2: I have Lambo home. written down
0: next to that. I did. I've, but it's only because <laughs> as, as a kid, I always wanted one, right? Yeah. I always I always wanted a, a Porsche. I always liked a Porsche. I always wanted a Lambo. And I had a Porsche at one point, not a new one, nothing special, like an old one. I always um, wanted a 911. Did so you bad. have one of those
2: Lambo posters with the girls in bikinis all over it as a kid? No,
0: I had the I had the Micro Machine Lamborghini Countach. And I just oh, yeah. Nice. So I
2: had all these Micro Machines, but I got this gold
0: Countach. Oh, this nice. is sh-
1: i mean that's like the one lambo that doesn't really count as a lambo right and, and in a good way it's not that traditional like douchey kind of lambo it's kind of that 80s like extra douchey yeah. lambo that if you own it you're pretty cool and you should wear some awesome shaped sunglasses
0: exactly it changed I, with the diablo when they did the diablo things started to change yeah and then the gallardo is the next iteration yeah. and that
1: awful change and it just yeah it's Boop. lambo went downhill same with ferrari though i mean Older Ferraris and like the
0: Enzo and stuff, just like hmm. there are there are some newer Ferraris that look quite neat. But I mean, like right now because of the age I am, I mean uh, an Aston Martin DB11 would be fuck yeah, it's really, it's some beautiful, riding,
1: comfortable but beautiful James at the Bond. same time. Yeah, one, <laughs> so I'd I mean, settle for a Viper. With you.
2: A, I'd say, for yeah, a like- Viper, yeah. <laughs> Dodge no, one, no no
0: one's gonna look at you with an aston martin and go you twat but they're gonna do that with a Lambda.
2: <laughs> yeah exactly
0: <laughs> i mean any car I, I always get a black or a dark gray car black on black absolutely there you go black or, yeah black or dark gray they always look slick man but these days i've got kid, two kids in school <laughs> <laughs> right? i can't afford that
2: shit man i got a honda yeah. outback <laughs> hey it works a honda oh, outback shit. what the hell is that Fucking damn. That was a, that was a dumb dad joke right there. Uh, I know it was. It was like
1: the it's, it's more or less the outback with a Honda fender. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I've got a couple of those. Okay, one one last question before we wrap up here.
0: Oh man, that went quick. Would it you did, rather cut it? a
1: baseball field of grass with your teeth or lick up a huge rain puddle?
0: I mean, probably the <laughs> rain puddle because like it's just water. The-
2: yeah, I guess it, depends it, depends. yeah. <laughs> it depends on where the puddle's is.
0: Yeah, and it depends. It depends. It depends on the stadium, right? Like, if There's it's a um, lot of dependencies.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it's like, are dogs allowed think. to
0: run free? Can you no, have a I'm drink of
1: water up. during this? Because I mean, if you're just eating the grass, it's going to take a while, and you're going to wish you were licking that puddle at some point. Right? <laughs> I mean, if it's
0: like, if it's a Red Sox stadium, yeah, I mean, maybe that that grass is hallowed turf, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you know i've just watched this uh have you watched this last dance thing on netflix about the uh, the chicago bulls and michael jordan no no i have not i gotta watch that yeah Yeah, is it good it's so good it made me really understand basketball when i hadn't before i've been to some games and i've been like i don't get this shit and now i watch that and i really understand it and i i knew who obviously jordan was but i never realized how good he was like how ridiculously good he was, and then how good that Chicago Bulls team was. Um, yeah, that was really interesting. But he went and played baseball. Didn't I? Didn't even know that he mm-hmm. went and played baseball halfway through his career. Yeah. It's like i have just gonna play baseball. Sounds like <laughs> Bo. Bo. <laughs> yeah, but how's the show been going, guys? Anyway,
1: awesome. Been going good. Awesome. Yeah, this will be like episode one twenty something or other.
0: What?
1: So yeah. Mm. Or maybe we're on. This season... might almost be like one thirty, season three. Yeah. Maybe an arbitrary three. season three right
0: <laughs> we, we've the, chosen the, the, 50 as the, is the delim- delimiter the the dodgy third album precisely, yeah there you go
1: precisely <laughs> started getting some uh some awesome artwork from benza shout out
2: to benza 333 oh my god he's been he's fucking amazing killing it.
1: yeah, yeah. This is his first Definitely. nft
2: you- he did the background that's behind me that's that's his design nice yeah that's good cool. kid man so yeah that's well, about it you know we got a we got a big meetup that we're doing here um this month small meetup well yeah i say unfortunately, big, unfortunately. big to me but
1: small socially distant meetup of friends yeah. and you wear masks, already, camping trip in our own tents
2: yeah we'll be outside you, wear masks. you can yeah we'll do the we'll do the temperature check I
0: just saw in Austin, if you get caught without a mask outside, it's up to $2,000 fine. In Austin? Oh, Texas. That's yeah, my friend. The my friend. thing is strange, because, I mean, but see, it's different. Like, I'm in Montana,
1: so I can walk down the street without coming in, you know, within 20 yeah. or 30 feet of somebody. But in a place like Austin, I guess that's a totally no, different. No, it's Austin.
0: Thing. Under a new resolution passed by Austin City Council members, yeah. anyone caught in public not wearing a mask can be fined up to $2,000. That's insane. Good Lord. Damn. You know, like... I mean, the way I look, I mean, the thing is, it's not
1: that hard to wear a mask. It's not hurting you. It's not, no, nobody's re- like encouraging on your freedom. But if you start saying that you can't wear it outside, but the, but where do you draw the line of like outside on a crowded sidewalk, which is basically a fucking group of people where you're going to just like all spread your shit or, or riding your bike on like a street by your feet away from somebody. Those are two different things. So defining yeah. that is interesting. Wait, yeah. What kind of specifics did they have on that? Did you, did you see that?
0: Um, no, no, Let me see. Uh, i can't access the actual website well if nothing else
2: wearing masks are definitely going to help the dental hygiene of the country yeah i mean like (laughs) (laughs) smell your own breasts everybody's gonna be brushing their teeth more
0: (laughs) but i'm like why don't you like be against being told to wear a mask but still wear one because you're not a moron
1: right like i see i'm not I wear a mask when I go in places cause I live in Montana and I don't come into contact with people a lot, but I feel like it doesn't hurt me. It's not a big deal. And I actually kind of almost enjoy it. Like there's, there's a little bit of me, which is like, huh, you don't have to see my face. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. You know, it's a little bit of like a, you know, not privacy thing kind of, you know, in a way it doesn't really do me that much good. And it's not going to protect me from face ID. Sure. If it happens ever, but it's, I don't know. I, I don't mind. It. it doesn't bother me. I don't, It's whatever. But then again, if I started getting fined, if I took it off for a few minutes, I might feel differently. So I don't know, but I think you just need to use your brain and be intelligent about this and, you know, not be scared and paranoid, but
2: also just. That's like getting pissed off because the speed limits 50 miles an hour. I mean, you know, it's something similar to that, except this is, I don't know. I just, I think there's been too many twists and too many agendas um, to the whole thing. And it's been politicized way too much. That's the biggest problem is the politics. Exactly. And I, I I think, you know, that it's turned from uh, a true concern for the people to more of a social experiment. Like what can we get away with and how long can we get away with this shit for? So, you know, that being said, that makes it challenging to take a side when it really, you know, there's too many twists to it. Yes. Yeah, I'm- Going back to the technology thing, you know, we have all this information available to us, but the problem is there's so much information trying to decipher what's real, what's not, what's true, what's false. It's a challenge that that could be a day's work in itself every day, just trying to decipher what's real and what's not.
0: Well, I hope things get better for you. Cause like, a lot of people are getting sick and dying and yeah. this thing we really don't under, because it's become politicized. We don't really understand it um, fully because there are a group of people who want to make out it's the worst thing ever because they're on the left and there's people who want to make out it's nothing at all because they're on the right kind of, and yeah. it's a struggle to, to get to the real, real truth. But I hope you got, I hope like when I see you guys, the U S like I sure. hope things get better because a lot of people have died and getting sick and it's a scary
2: situation. Yeah, and it's just getting worse. It is. It's like uh, almost like having the Spanish flu all over again. Oh, yeah. But what, you know like you say people want to
1: politicize it and they want to make it whatever it is for them, and and then and then right into the social media thing. It just spreads so fast that everybody yeah. gets on their high horse, and their ego won't let them think differently. And that's that's it. And that's where you're at. And then everybody's divided, and here we are.
2: So,
0: <laughs>
1: but, well as
2: yeah. ever, I love this, guys. I love talking to you too. This was a lot of fun, Peter. Thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate your time.
1: uh,
0: 2021.
1: Hopefully we can actually make that honey trip happen.
0: Right. Whenever you want, I will always do this. I love talking to you too. I love the shit you're doing. Awesome. Thank you so much, sir. Likewise, man. Thank you. Have a great one. Take care. Peace out, guys. Take Man, that was
1: fun. fun. Yeah. Always. Always. I can't
2: wait until we can either get over there and have a beer or have him over here for a hunt trip. I know. Exactly. You know, I, I, there was one question I wanted to ask him going back to the B H um, the BCH and, uh, Craig Wright, you know, I was going to ask him about so BSB, BSB. So, yeah. yeah, but yeah, we, we got right. into that. That's a good one to talk about because,
1: um, he, I, I feel like he's objective enough to look at tech. Kind of yeah. like, I think, I think he'd probably be in the same boat as me, except he's got so much more reason to hate Craig Wright than I do. Right. Considering exactly. the lawsuit and all that shit. So, it would be interesting to kind of see what his opinions are. I would, I would venture to guess that he's probably not even looked into it, just because. I mean, how how would you bring yourself to like? There's a certain point yeah. where you're like, it's not worth it. No, I mean, exactly. it's not the only solution. Doing similar things to this, it's just, but it's a good topic to bring up. I'd like to kind of get into it a little bit with him, especially because things have evolved a lot um, now that the court has found so many things that Craig Rice actually lied about and. Yeah, exactly.
2: But this was this was just a really cool, chilled, laid back conversation. I really enjoyed the flow. Just a great guy to talk to. uh, You know, lots more to talk about too. Yeah, it's it's always fun chatting with Peter. And so, until next time, guys. You know, get out there and hit them coin flip ATMs. You know, one of these days,
1: Peter will be able to go uh, check out a coin flip once we get him over in the UK. Right? You know, I know they've got some major hoops to jump through as far as legal stuff goes, but eventually they'll be going worldwide and then Peter can check out those coin flips. In the meantime, next time he comes over here, we'll have to try and direct him to one so he can do oh, what wouldn't it's Wouldn't that like. be cool? Hell yeah. yeah. But you guys, any, any of you that are actually living uh, in the USA right now can check out a coin flip, ATM, coinflip.tech. There's a map, go find one and uh, buy some Bitcoin. They're all over What's the place. Good? It's just tons of them. They've they got like 600 now or 700? I'm Almost 700. 100. Yeah. Uh,
2: I, I think they're they might have broke 700. That's crazy.
1: That's yeah. a lot of coin flip ATMs. So, I mean, it's kind of a sign that Bitcoin is becoming more adopted too, you know, there's a more more need for them in more locations. So, Yes. Check yes, it out. definitely. And of course, you can buy Bitcoin on their website directly through their OTC desk, so check that out too,
2: coinflip.tech. Right on. Guys, have yourselves a great day and we will talk to you soon. Take it easy. Peace.